Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. Hello. How you doing tonight, sister girl? Hello. I'm well and I'm thriving. I appreciate that. Now we can officially kick this thing off. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, my week has been, my week's been great. It's been great. That's what I like to hear. And this weekend, it is the weekend. We have been anticipating this weekend. It's a big one. This is Freedom Weekend. And so it is so exciting. It's the first official year that we recognize Juneteenth as a federal national holiday, whatnot, on Sunday. And it's also Dad's Day. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like cookout season, you know? (laughs) And a couple days before... uh... Uh, summer solstice so all in good time so it is going to be a lot of celebrations wherever you're at there is some kind of event going on this weekend well everywhere girl yeah even even online yes so there is no excuse to not participate in the juneteenth celebration so even if you read a book about juneteenth it starts there or even if you watch a a show on netflix maybe celebrating uh black cuisine because remember this is soul food month as well so this is the weekend it's a freedom weekend so okay what's that one um series you watched on netflix about soul food what was it called i watched some of it high off the hog right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, high on the hog. I'm sorry, high right. off. High off the hog. That's <laughs> well, a whole different. Yeah, yeah, that's a different kind of show altogether. But no, <laughs> no, um, high on the hog. That was wonderful, and that's what I was thinking about too, because they had an episode dedicated to Juneteenth, um, where they went to Texas and they taught, mm-hmm. you know, you know, dealt with black chefs and they were creating all these magical dishes and desserts and tributes, and it right. was wonderful. Very organic. Yeah, yeah. it's a very organic. I know how you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a, a catchphrase with you. So it's very organic. So wonderful. So I am excited. So when you think about Juneteenth, what are you looking forward to having? And, and will you do anything? I know you kind of already have a busy weekend ahead of you. Mm-hmm. But will you be doing anything special or having anything uh, in celebration in honor of the ancestors this Freedom Weekend? Girl, you already know I be, you know, I do my incense. I think for mm-hmm. me, it's just more community, you know, mm-hmm. being being with your people. Um, I will be with my people all weekend, family and friends. That's it's freedom. That's what we wanted. We wanted freedom. You're right. <laughs> Doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Do what you like. Dun, dun. <laughs> exactly. So I'm I'm pumped about that. Okay. You so know, you- spreading spreading my money in in our ecosystem you know what i'm saying i I, what did i say if you want to know about where to get in it is black owned go ahead and dm monica (laughs) because she knows a thing or two about how to support a black business so we love that yeah it's it's a good time i mean i love juneteenth because it's a reminder of the history you know and, and and it's the fun it's the love you know every culture cooks or prepares dishes with love or with meaning, you know, to be shared with people you care about or with your family or community. I mean, isn't that the joy of a cookout? <laughs> Is getting to have that outdoor fellowship 
everyone mm-hmm. thinking that they can outdo each other or do it Girl, right or you already know and you know <laughs> i used to eat this back in the day but not everybody can prepare potato salad that was girl do not or peach cobbler <laughs> do not take my question girl my question was <laughs> what is the one dish that black folks will pass on at the barbecue or the cookout if they don't know who made it <laughs> and the number one thing i thought about was potato salad oh po- no mm-hmm. yeah girl you already know potato salad macaroni mm-hmm. cheese potato salad or, as we like to say mm. or peach cobbler like I'm particular, and even if they got sweet potato pie there, I'm particular about that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, every some people make it from cans, and that don't fly with me. Yeah, no, that's not great. And also, soul food is regional. I mean, right. it's really, you know, it's like the the melting pot of the United States is also the melting pot of Black people. We're not all the same. We're not from the same part of Africa. We didn't bring mm-hmm. over the same traditions. There are some similarities, but it right. is really quite amazing from just like region to region. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of you know food shows. There was one on a discovery. It was called like the Great Soul Food Challenge or something. But I remember the lady who won like the potato salad challenge. And that's real. She had like carrots in her potato salad. And they said it was really indicative of the potato salads and the flavors of like West Virginia, Maryland. And I looked at Was she a sister? Yeah. Oh, it's, this was a, it was a black people competition, girl. Did yeah. she saute the carrots? Like no, no, was it, no. They like was shreds, like heart. Sh- oh, like shreds. Carrots? Yes, like shredded carrots and the potatoes, girl. I As told, a garnish, girl. In the potatoes, out the people act like they had, and the judges were black too, and they. <laughs> I've never heard of this. This is a sidebar. Don't play with my mind. And the judges <laughs> were like, oh my, this is wonderful. This is indicative of, oh, this part of Ches- the Chesapeake Bay. No, I was like, the devil is a lie because I know the way the people did I they, know. Did make she it. run out of scallions to a put in mustard. there and they just put carrots in there? But she brought <laughs> some scallions. She had a lot going on with that potato salad. It was one. It was one ingredient away from being unacceptable because, you know, I like a classic. Girl, you already southern... know she put raisins in it. That would have been a Oh, trash. mustard, girl. <laughs> that's, that's why I said, you know, we, we had a friend who liked to put olives in hers. And I was like, that's regional, like where her people uh, are from. Olives go in the, the, uh, the spaghetti, the pasta salad. What I, we've had. And the thing is, because, I, you know, I'm always thinking about food. But I'm like the flavors. texture, the texture, though, the olives you, with the you, potato salad. I don't like want to say the homegirl's name, but you didn't realize that <sighs> there was always olives in her potato salad? Girl, probably not. And if I did, I might have picked them out. I just it just <laughs> because sometimes we use green anyway. But anyway, but uh, but it was regional, and it wasn't that it wasn't delicious. It was just I right. like a simpler mustard. Just you know, come on, it's it's tater salad. I don't need it to be doing honestly too much. like Eggs yeah. And I only I don't re- I really yeah, I only eat my mom's potato salad to be honest. <laughs> That's I really real. Don't venture out to other people's potatoes that's where you know i'm not i'm not gonna pretend because i love a foodie so i will sometimes try just to be judgmental no i will try to you know really see what i think about the flavor combinations mm-hmm. and how it's put together but like pcc every now will have oh this is that uh blue cheese and red potato so you know i try that and i think about it as what it is i don't think about it as cookout tata salad but anyway i don't know <laughs> that just said well you already know i don't care for blue cheese so that was girl, just like yeah i know girl i was like i tried it but that's wrong but and then we were talking about you said mac and cheese is one of the dishes that you got to know who does right and i've been very blessed because that was my mom's or that is my mom's signature dish mm-hmm. in our family so i'm like oh yeah you know you can put a lot of cheeses in there you can put a little bit of cheeses in there it's really about 
for me, it's in the it's in the sauce. But you know, but there are so many different ways to make mac and cheese. You know, there are people who really like their eggs in their mac and cheese, and that's just not how we e- roll. Evap- evaporated milk. Make yes. sure you don't use a condensed sweet milk like I did. Oh, girl, that sounds like a that sounds like a macaroni cheese nightmare. But everyone I, does it. When I was trying to be, you know, wifey and like cook, oh. you know, I didn't. You know, my mom would take care of that, and so yeah. I like, but I was tired. I picked up the wrong can. I was like, this don't. This is off. Oh, this is this is this is nasty. But you know what? Sometimes people play in your face. Like I've had my mom try to make gargonzola mac and cheese or some mess and i was like what lady are you doing and she no. knew she had made a mess but she was stick you know that <laughs> you better know honey you better know about a ride or die she was like no this is delicious i will eat every bite i don't know what happened to it it disappeared but see she was good Girl. at disappearing things <laughs> but you know like, who Mom. got a recipe for the bomb macaroni and cheese you know when i ate it back in the day Miss Patty, Patty. I knew you were going to say that, even though you didn't like Miss Patty's pie versus your I'm pie. sorry, Miss Patty. You'll... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm not even. I won't even say the word. You already know what word I want to say, but yeah. Yes. No, I remember that we had a great sidebar. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration, <laughs> all ethnic foods, of course. And the desserts, of course, were sweet potato pie, no pumpkin pie at this particular gathering. And so. We had a Miss Patty sweet potato pie versus a homemade Monica pie down to the like homemade crust. <laughs> and she was, oh my goodness. If you didn't know which pie to choose, just looking at the shade that Monica was giving, if you even took a bite of the Miss Patties, I was like, you made me feel like Miss Patty's pie was nasty because of how you were looking. And I remember there was a couple of guys who liked you. So they were, oh my goodness, girl, they act like they never had sweet potato pie. <laughs> they, they well you know i do it. i i use yams and we call it sweet potato pie but some yeah. people use sweet potatoes but i like to use yams y'all that's mm-hmm. what i do and i call it sweet potato pie so leave me alone yeah i mean they're interchangeable yeah, if you that's watch how that, my mom does yeah high, that high off high on the hog or high off the hog you're gonna mm-hmm. they explain you know why yams are important and you know how we got some seeds over here putting it in our braids and mm-hmm. you know hiding it in various places and just bringing all of this rich culture everywhere right. we go so it, it is exciting i'm excited as well because if you really think about the historical context of juneteenth you know two years longer than everybody else to be enslaved raw deal so you know people enjoy juneteenth because this is as close to reparations as you're going to get so enjoy this free paid holiday now hallelujah i was about to say something but we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that for the patreon after dark <laughs> special <laughs> oh my goodness girl this <laughs> these sh- shenanigans girl yes oh. okay so I'm excited about that. But then kind of when you think about the history, so not just the food, because I think this year I'm going to try a strawberry cupcakes versus a red velvet cake or anything for Juneteenth. I just, mm-hmm. you know, red, red velvet cake is okay. I've had a really fantastic red velvet cake one time in my life. And the person who made it, of course, was uh, OG, you know, certain dishes in the community. I don't really think you start making them really good until you're like 60 plus. Get some years and some some weight and some experience behind you. And by weight, I mean, like, <laughs> been in the kitchen, burn things, you know, understand how things flow, mm-hmm. you know, just be mm-hmm. wonderful. Not saying that, no, that's no shade to your 
potato. No, you're I making, can bake. I know, but you learn from your you learn from the, <laughs> one of those elders, <laughs> right? Many generations of elders. So I'm I'm not throwing shade. Right. And, you know, I I know how to throw down myself, but certain things I like to know that somebody's nana done <laughs> cooked or somebody's auntie right. made I'm right. Mm-mm. I'm not so red velvet cake to me is one of those things and like mm-hmm. I said one time I remember the lady rest in power on that red velvet recipe because you took that to the grave with you lady and <laughs> sometimes I think if you know it's your signature dish and you don't want to share it in life you need to be an OG and have that thing bequeathed to someone in your will right so it's like this is my world famous red velvet you know you don't that know part. what'll be the next recipe that could help someone really blow up you know because you know another generation will get a chance to taste the way you prepared it and it could blow their mind so anyway yeah because my opinion but these box cakes ain't it and don't be trying to front and be like i made a red velvet cake or i made girl the box mm-mm. cake yeah you, yeah no mm-mm. no you that's cheat, why i said you strawberry <laughs> yeah <laughs> like no that's berries are in season strawberry a strawberry cake just you know you know and, what I'm saying like yes. a pound cake like that puts you on a different level you can make a good pound cake too mm-hmm. oh girl anyway I was like oh I have a pound <laughs> cake oh my mama found a recipe from her mama oh and she started making that pound cake and the word got around and even the little babies the way they would be like more cake please man that cake was <laughs> I was like man mom where's that recipe she's like oh I don't girl, know what happened look. I just I'm like, what, sister? Because it had all the elements, including being moist, but dense, but soft, but the right mm-hmm. flavor. I was like, cut up some strawberries, put it on there, <clears throat> get some non-dairy whipped creams and non-dairy ice cream. Oh, Lord have mercy, girl. Are you even <laughs> getting to enjoy life? Okay, so then yes. get the non-dairies, of course, for, and then get the dairies. That's for me and my people, y'all. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, I like the new coconut. I'm not going to lie. They got some really good non-dairy <laughs> whipped Coconuts, cream now. Yeah, girl. Yeah, I was, I was pretty things, much. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> I, Monica, do we really want to know what that no, comment you no, just slipped no. in? Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, that coconut, coconut. All right, variety of things like from the oil to mm-hmm. the non dairy creamers to the you know. Talenti got some non dairy uh, uh, ice cream or gelato. I love to, yeah, I love Talente though. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you can't go wrong there. I love their um. Mediterranean mint or whatever. Oh, girl. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I don't know why I just love a good mint. Oh, I just love it. So, okay, but that's not juicy. <laughs> don't get me sidetracked. I mean, the mint food. is green, so. I mean, well, if it colors. was. New- well, I mean, if it was New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, we'd get away with that. You know, right. like greens for good luck and everything. Okay, so you already shouted out the foods that we, you know, couldn't have. Is there any dish that you're looking forward to your mama preparing for? <laughs> see how I put it? Preparing for Sunday. Like, is there something that you've already convinced her to make or that she's going to make that you've gotten word of? Girl, she ain't cooking. <laughs> oh, you guys is on punishment. <laughs> what you, what you make your mama mad about? <laughs> Girl, she is not cooking. And um, no, nah, we had a busy weekend last week with the family. So yeah, I, I understand, mean, yeah. um, <laughs> brother, uh, brother wants to uh, rest this week. I ain't mad at him. Like everybody okay. can do whatever they want. We chilling. Mm-mm, ain't nobody okay. cooking like that. <laughs> okay, well that well that is mighty respectful, and that is really nice. You know, that's why you have a good brother-in-law. We'll we'll 
shout them out in a minute when we start talking about the dad. But <laughs> I said, well, we're not there yet. So, you like I said, I, when I think about Juneteenth, I think about the food and the celebrations and the community mm-hmm. and all that. But also the history, you know, two extra years. What a blessing. What tenacity. You know, just, you know, that's, that's, that is a long time to still Perseverance. be Yeah, girl. I get really excited. I know history is kind of one of those things that people say they don't want to think about it. It feels taboo. But, you know, I remember <laughs> history being my first love. And I was like, wow, you know, being on a sixth grade trip to Washington, D.C., you know, we're looking at the um, plantations of, you know, the founding fathers, uh, Jefferson, Washington. So we're at Mount Vernon and Monticello. And we're just walking around. I remember being on Mount Vernon, though, girl. And it was like mid-May. But but remember, we're from Seattle, right? So the humidity alone you've spent time in the south i would go i would go to the south periodically with my grandparents for like a couple of weeks at a time girl i did not live down in the south because my my grandparents hey they migrated north so Mm -hmm. so just the first time being you know in in that oppressive heat on that plantation, walking around. I mean, that day, girl, I felt the ancestors were heavy on me. I felt so overwhelmed, so overcome. There was just such a emotional. Sense of, oh, girl, beyond. And I'm in sixth grade, so it's like, and I'm, you know, we're. I go to a Christian school where obviously there's just two or three other children that look like me chocolate chips Mm -hmm. exactly so it's not you know they're getting a different experience from Mount Vernon and I love history so I'm getting that experience as well but then there's this undertone there's this other history that's like happening that's there like I see this random small marker and if I could tell you the grandeur of Mount Vernon and then all of a sudden in the corner (laughs) behind a bush imagine seeing like a little plaque that's like and this is dedicated to the all the slaves are just buried around this land that are unmarked you know and, and for the works that they did for this ground I mean it was like (laughs) I remember taking a little picture with the little disposable cameras back in the day and I was like what you know I just I was shocked I remember going to the actual kitchen Mm -hmm. and really seeing that structure that outdoor structure because it gets so hot and it's terrible and I was thinking this day feels like hell and what if this was my every day I was like you know (laughs) Oh, wow. I was like, you know, just thank, come through, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for these ancestors. Thank you for, right. like you said, their spirit, their drive. Spirits are real. Girl, Karma's real. Girl, I was like, I said, if I don't get off this, <laughs> I said, if I don't get off this plantation uh, immediately. And I, but I do love, you know, I appreciate also the history that's there and really what right. it means. But I was like, man, it's too many acres. This, these lands are massive. I was like, oh, I passed. I was like, I don't even think I could have made it past the, you know, the middle passage. Truly, I, I mean, I just get so proud of my ancestors because I'm like, I'm here. Well, I'm, you I'm know, beyond their wildest dream. I'm actually here right. because because they did their part. So well, I I got to get information. I, I need to step up. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and some of our people, technically True. this is our land, but, you know, that's a whole nother conversation, so. Okay, so we're, I'm glad we're focusing on Juneteenth, though. I'm glad we're focusing on Juneteenth. <laughs> Just let oh, y'all Juneteenth. know. And the legacy of Juneteenth, the legacy of Juneteenth. Right. So we're, we're talking about that whole 75-25 right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So that that's the African-American mix. And so 
I um <laughs> the black American mix. So yeah, anyway, girl, that always gets me to be like, wow, wow. Just I just anyway, that was a total sidebar, but I was like, oh Lord, mm, they had they had something in them that I don't even because they they understood family to a whole nother level, which makes me think of my dad. And I guess we, right. <laughs> I, I guess we can't even hold back any longer. I mean, we are excited about, you know, traditions. Okay. Last Juneteenth type question. Do you think people will truly appreciate Juneteenth or is it already feeling too commercial? Because I have been seeing some Juneteenth products at places that, their owners definitely own slaves. Like, I definitely believe that. Yeah, where I'm like, you know that there's some person in some little village in some foreign country that is making these products and don't know what the heck they're making, and they're making them for, like, two cents a product. Like, I, I'm, I was surprised at how quickly Juneteenth got commercialized. Really? I'm like, well, wow. I mean, what, what would you expect with the United States, with America? Like, I honestly, I'm like, okay it's nice it's a mm-hmm. nice gesture that you guys mm-hmm. acknowledge that mm-hmm. um but where are the reparations can you give me 100k to go to school no you like, got the day is your you if you have a job it will be a federally paid holiday that's your i told you earlier this girl we ain't even good 20 minutes i don't of the have episode. a job <laughs> <laughs> wait okay so you really are enjoying freedom weekend wait say that one more time Monica. every every day is a freedom day for me right now so oh oh okay so you want to let the people know you have been set free from all kinds of chains that could bind. i'm no longer on the plantation but oh anyway. wow oh, oh. oh as my oh. as my uncle would put it <laughs> Oh wait, which uncle? Because you got your uncles Look, are all jazzy. Shout out, the, okay. On the East Coast, Happy Father's Day, Uncle. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you very much. Happy Father's Day, girl. Your uncle, he'd be about it. So anyway, <laughs> that's why I was like, which one of your uncles? Because you got okay. So, but anyway, it has girl. become commercialized. I'm like, this is so people making money off of this. This needs to go into a trust fund. This needs to go into a fund. It's going to everybody else's pockets. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Walmart got a, and I've, you know, I've had a chance Girl. to see. No, no, not. I have not been inside of a Walmart to see. There's too many people. They pulled it. Many I know germs. What you're talking about, but the Juneteenth ice cream that yeah, they they, had? they pulled it because people were pissed. They pulled it. Yeah, I was like, I think that's a little. <laughs> I said, where is that money going to? Or is a portion of you know one or two cent for every? It you wasn't because it says Kroger, which is owned by Walmart. So they in cahoots together like that was going in their pockets. Yeah, no, I see. The thing is, I, I would get behind it. I'm not a, opposed, I guess, maybe some commercial aspect because that's how people learn about it. That's how people appreciate it, because it's not just a, a, a black holiday. It's a national holiday. I mean, it's OK, but then all the national funds need to go into a trust yes. fund for the people in their ancestors <laughs> well or, or even just to, like local product i mean local you know charitable organizations that support right. the communities in which the stores or the businesses are in right i would be happy with that right that you know, I, <laughs> i'm like i, I want to meet people where they're at okay <laughs> like yes i like well, what you're saying because you that is know the goal. i'm over here with my afro my fist up in the air so <sighs> that's i for oh wow monica you're right <laughs> You know, that's why, and that's why I rock with you because say it loud, okay? Okay, baby, you're not saying it loud. I don't, I don't know. You're about to get your card revoked just that quick, Monica. What are you doing, girl? If you don't know when someone says say it loud, you say I'm black and I'm proud. Well, that I'm you're 
Monica, give me back that black card. You're not supporting no black businesses. Come on. We'll have a whole nother show about the word black, but anyway. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Monica, Monica, Monica. Okay. So, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm not anti-commercialism um, because I definitely want people to be able to, to celebrate all the reasons why Juneteenth is for the nation. Uh, but I definitely think that some money, I feel like people would be more eager to shop and spend that money if they re- thought, oh, my gosh, this is going to go to my local, you know, Boys and Girls Club that's in, you know, the hood, you know, because growing Which up in people? Seattle... Because growing up in Seattle, there was a Rainer Vista Boys and Girls Club, and you know it it served a lot of people pass through those doors and and met people and made connections, or that's how you know so and so from over here because maybe their summer camp program or what you know you got to have things that support the community. You know you can't expect government or or, or people. So why not big no, business? But I mean, you know? the government can track everything else, so they can track all them sales made off of Juneteenth, I'm sure they can track that and put it into a national fund. But anyways, you know, they do what they want to do. I'm going to leave that alone too because you already know how I feel about that. (laughs) Monica, Monica, Monica. Let's talk about our daddies. (laughs) Yes, girl. You know what? Why not? Because right now you got that fire and I realized that you got that fire from your father from the you know the stories that i know that yeah i mean alabama son so you know i definitely understand so it is a perfect segue actually because two different energies right we both Mm -hmm. have and we love each other and we both have fathers that were products of the south right right and they instilled in us different ideas and concepts and they had different traumas and experiences from Mm -hmm. living in the south right and they both were well pretty much any (laughs) any state in the south right brother but <laughs> your dad, so your dad was from uh, Alabama. My dad was right. from Louisiana. So you know, shout out to to my dad, and then also shout out to the other men in your lives. Did you have Godfather? Like growing up, were you Christian? Did you have a Godfather? Any of that kind of stuff? No, I didn't have a, a Godfather. You know, I had a lot of uncles. Right. Well, because um, I was gonna say, you know, I was like, there's like fifty two thousand men in your family on either side. <laughs> You're yeah. well, you're well represented, even though there's a, a fair share of ladies, but you definitely have a lot of men, and I will say that's yeah. one thing. I mean, a lot of them have passed away, but I, you know, I did have a lot of uncles, and then okay. I mean, I have some god brothers, you know, mm-hmm. that I grew up with up here, but mm-hmm. um, as far as like a godfather, no. But and let me take that back though, because my um, they took me in. I do have a, mm-hmm. another a godfather and godmother, and they actually relocated to. Uh, down south i won't say the state but mm-hmm. they 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 made me their their goddaughter when i had you know back in the day got married and, and all that stuff so but oh, they stay in oh touch with i me. remember yeah. oh yeah i definitely remember them yes yeah. that was a, a highlight out of a interesting experience that you learned and, and were able to grow from so mm-hmm. that's good and so i was thinking of because i you know because i have my godfather you know my grandfather uncles whatever right. i i think my godfather and my dad had this have the exact same name and it's like a running joke because every time i meet someone with that name i go i've never met you know someone named that, <laughs> that i didn't love and appreciate right. you know and it just it makes me it makes me laugh but i really appreciate uh, even my godfather and the role that he did, because he really took that spiritual role of like being a godfather very seriously. You, you know, he would make sure I had, a, you know, the the Christian ring that you know you're being your Aww. your values are being um, reiterated. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I found a shirt not too long ago that was like 
while the world was young and restless and so were the days of our lives like Jesus was doing you know just Christian shirts with random things on it just you know always there to support and make the difference and be part of the community and Mm -hmm. so once again it kind of ties back to Juneteenth and kind of the community the whole it takes a village concept because everyone has a stake in making sure that we we grow we grow together and that we do well you know Mm -hmm. So really, really, it's so funny that a lot of people mention like the crabs in a barrel, side note, kind of a, con- a mentality. I've heard people complain, say that's what we always, you know, crabs in a barrel. But I go, not really. I guess it just depends on the kind of energy or how you see your people. Because I don't, right. you know, it, it, any group has uh, bad, apples bad apples or people. Yeah, or people right. who are haters. You know, hating isn't indicative of one group. Okay, there's haters sure everywhere. And so because of that, though, you know, you can hear that crabs in a barrel and think one way, but I actually have grown up, I'm a product of, I, you know, grew up in the um, black central district, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the, the multicultural south end of Seattle. And so I, I understand community. I don't see us, you know, you accept people for where they're at. You love them right. and give them a hand if you can, you know, you try to better yourself so that you represent the group well but I see more of you know community love more mm-hmm. you know uh, community involvement you know I guess it's through the church and the organizations and the, the things you do for the community but even if you were not the person that was going to be at church you were more at the pool hall or the, the casino on Saturday night it did it it didn't matter because you still were part of the community right. and you still invested in poured and had your role in there so when I when I see or think about dads and you know father's day and juneteenth i think about community so anyway i just sidebar on that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like sidebar on that but okay so so tell me monica when you think about your dad because our dads were also girl dads (laughs) they only had daughters so i Mm -hmm. i remember telling my father i don't know what you did in your other life but your karma is great here because you've been blessed with two daughters so it doesn't doesn't get any better than that (laughs) you know what i heard back in the day i heard uh (laughs) i don't even think it's true no more but i heard someone they would say like players end up having daughters or something like that i don't know (laughs) you know i had a because it's their karma i've heard that i've heard it before it's their karma but i also think that it is their gift as well because a lot of times players don't have their they're not in relationships as they age and their mm-hmm. daughters still care and keep their eye on them you know their right. daughters still come by you know because they could have an old lake and see the thing about it is honey brothers they age like fine wine too you know there'll be a brother out there still <laughs> still got two or three little friends he's talking to but that's still not the same as your daughter making sure you're taking your medicine you're going to this you're doing mm-hmm. that the things that the things that your daughter will do if she lives around you or if she cares about you you know right and if there's two of you you guys tag team because i you know shout out to my sister always you know when it was her turn to step up with dad as the oldest she she did what she needed to do you know by our, our father and mm-hmm. i really appreciate that i had you know i had her to carry that part of the load and so yeah right and I'm sure Aunt, I'm sure your sister appreciated that as well. Right. Yeah. My dad was a um well, you know, people see pictures of my dad. He is handsome. I'm like, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Everyone looks like I was like, you guys all wear his stamp. So yeah, <laughs> you some beautiful ladies. What I think is interesting is when the girls you look like your dad and you get complimented on that because everyone's like your dad's good looking but you know you look like your dad so yeah you're good looking and well, i definitely can see my, your mama in you but I well see people say i too. look like my mom and then my sister looks like my dad but i act like my dad okay i could <laughs> i could 
<laughs> I can believe that because you you're wild. Because you're because you're wild. You're bold. The rebel. You're bold. Yeah, I was prideful. like, I can believe it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> A true lioness. Controlling. So I get that. Okay. I I definitely get that because uh, people say that I'm my dad's doppelganger. Literally, mm-hmm. I am. My, well, mm-hmm. of course, don't be co-signing like that, but I know you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like with a wig on it, I'm always like, man, if I just looked a little bit more like my mom. But no, <laughs> I'm, my, I'm, my, I'm easily, without a doubt, nature made sure that there was no question, no denying right. that I wasn't, there was no switching you at the hospital. You were your daddy's child. Uh, yeah, without, a, without a doubt. And it's such a strong imprint because even my sister and I, we have such a familiarity, you know, that people will be like, what? you know mm-hmm. i definitely know that's your sister i'm like yeah even though we have different mom you know but right we Still are definitely family family. Yeah, fa- yeah family's family but the the resemblance i'm like oh my dad his his dna oh, brother Strong. what are you doing it <laughs> is but i have but i have his laugh especially when i is a good hearty laugh like mm-hmm. my mom likes to laugh and you know i don't take for granted anything that i got from her but right. i definitely know that that laugh and and even the jovial like I really saw my dad like anything but happy or chill. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of right. like I've never, you know, I mean when he was disgusted with something, he just he would just put it the way it was. And I don't know, maybe because of his accent, I never thought <laughs> I just like, okay, yeah, this is too cute. Right. All right, bye. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but he definitely was feeling himself. Did was your did your dad um know that he was a good looking, charming man? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he knew that. Like, I feel I like I have my dad's hair because I could just like we used to like, I remember we used to like scratch his head with a comb. Like, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I would touch his hair. And when I touch my hair, it feels I'm like, it feels like my dad's hair or mm-hmm. um, I already wow, said he was, a, he was a he was a rebel, but it was mm-hmm. I was going to say something else. <laughs> it just lost. It just passed me. It'll come back. But it will, it'll definitely will. And when yeah. it does, it'll be the right time. But when you were saying that he's a rebel, I think of two things about our fathers as well, um, because they're uh, now my, you know, I've my parents are a lot older than most of my friends traditionally. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, how it is. So <laughs> my dad, because his, his, <laughs> anyway, because his mom was born in the 1800s, he would Ooh. tell. Sorry. Yep. Yep. And so he would tell me about <laughs> uh, just like he, he would just have expressions like, you know, my mom had to pick cotton. This is what, you know, this is what a mm-hmm. bell. When my sisters pick cotton, this is what a bell was for them. When I pick cotton, this is how much it was. So he was very excited. I, I What I do appreciate my, about my dad, and he definitely passed on, is, a, you know, it's a work ethic. You know, he was right. like, at six, he's like, he had a job at six. I was like, when did you have your first job? He's like, six. Ooh, he was like, I, he's like, no, he's like, I worked at a filling station. You know, he said I would mm-hmm. fill up the gap, you know, wipe the, <laughs> he explained. I was like, oh, dad, you really had a little a little job i don't see nothing wrong with that no these little kids know how to run their mouths at six they should get a little job job yep he did he said now he said his dad just had to wake him up and he would go down to the the local little gas station little fill up spot you know he he would work and Mm -hmm. it just made me it it just made me really appreciate my dad because then also he really appreciated family and education so that's what my dad was really like uh, get your edu- you know, get your education. And I will say, I'm really proud that he got a chance to see me do um, some of the things that I needed to do for him. So mm-hmm. he felt well-rounded. And then my sister did her part. She did what she needed to do for him. So right. he would feel well-rounded. Like 
he has a thousand offsprings thanks to my sister (laughs) if you wanted to see your child have academic success well then he fat it through me and so he was great so I you know I feel at least we got a chance to give him that so when Mm -hmm. I think about my dad I think about that and I will say this for everyone listening if you have your dad and he's still in the land of the living and you have an opportunity and, you know, and he is not a monster. And I don't mean you just haven't reconciled yourself with how you grew up or that he was a human being or that maybe your parental situation wasn't ideal because remember parents are just people <laughs> having the experiences trying to figure it out too. They love you enough for you're here. So, you know, I mean, we live in proof right now because they're, like, <laughs> they're ages and I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah, wow. Oh, so I'm yeah. like, yes, if you don't have that moment where you're like, Oh wait, I kudos to my parents because they, they were really they really were on top of their stuff okay because mm-hmm. so you know but if you haven't kind of reconciled that within yourself please please find the space you know I understand if it's terrible you know if it, you know it's unforgivable and you can't get past it yes but if it's something petty if it's something little life is short you will appreciate that relationship that you have with your with your father. I mean, and you can't deny it because I. So I, you've heard of countless rappers, um, people who are celebrities, and they talk about that that relationship that they have with their fathers, and it is an important relationship. And I don't want to downplay it, you know. Oh, I mean, you know what? Kind of mm-hmm. like um, Nas and his father, because his father is a jazz musician, mm-hmm. and he played a big part in um how you know Nas came to be as far as in the music industry and rapping and mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say about my dad mm-hmm. the love of music he loved music girl he loved mm-hmm. music he loved jazz look Shade and Anita Baker were played all the time mm-hmm. on our road trips mm-hmm. even, some of y'all might not even know Tracy Chapman oh cool Fast yeah, car. Car. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say yeah me girl <laughs> I was like if you grew up in a certain era you definitely need to know and if you watch like yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah I, went to, I went to a few concerts with my dad you know before he passed oh, on too so that's you know, we would we would get out and kick it once I came of age yeah yeah was and wasn't that fun oh that's what I want to tell people we if did you... we did Mardi Gras girl I know you had a good time because isn't it fun hanging with your parents when you're grown right. I mean you know and you're at a good space like that and I don't know I feel like dads just kick it I well I won't say dads kick it better but I definitely enjoyed I think when I kicked it with my dad I also got a chance to like hang out with my sister and was all three mm-hmm. of us and right. I oh my gosh I we it was always he was a good girl dad that's what I will say about my my dad yeah. some of those rules he just knew and I you know and I have to thank my sister for I guess you know getting him prepared for me because he was a great girl dad okay I, I remember being at a funeral with him and I had to wear, you know, I'm in heels and whatever, and we're around his family, and, you know, people are, you know, asking me, oh, why don't you have any kids, and, you know, all that, how old are you, 26, you don't have any kids, oh, gee, you know, my dad, you know, I mean, he rolling his eyes, I'm about like, okay, dad, I'm I'm not going to embarrass you, but, you know, they got one more, one more time, they worried about all the wrong things, like, <laughs> so when it was time to leave, though, he was like, don't worry, I, you know, I'm I'm grabbing the car and I was like I already know dad like you could pull up pull up I don't make me walk in these hills like what's that about keep me safe right. I mean walk on the inside I I will say that like my dad was definitely a dad and I know we were having a sidebar conversation where you're saying mm-hmm. all the things your dad taught you so that you could be a capable independent but also pampered and loved woman right fully rounded person so you're right. talking, like you were even though you do not check your oil you no because i don't have to but if i if i really had to 
-hmm. I know how to check the oil. If I really had to, I know how to change a tire. You know what I'm saying? If he told me if I get pulled over, Mm -hmm. just smile at the officer. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's different things. I mean, taught me how to mow the lawn. Like, yeah, girl. <laughs> but I had to laugh at the mowing the lawn because see, my dad is the opposite because of our allergies. Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah, so my brother-in-law, you know, the first time they met, you know, my dad he had on a full beekeeper suit. Oh, Lord. and my I know my brother-in-law was like, "What's going on?" So of course he got his brownie points by just coming and mowing the lawn and being in my sister's face. I said, right. get, "Get out of here, bro! Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous." But yeah, so when you <laughs> when I hear you say your dad taught you how to mow the lawn, I was like, "Mm-hmm." See, there's and, a certain and, way, way, you know, yeah. you better have them lines together see and that's why i said every dad is the dad that you need and they teach you different things <laughs> yeah no mine was teaching me uh you better be able to afford to get a landscaper that is your <laughs> friend girl landscaper oh you know my dad already <laughs> knew he was like yeah you 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 like the you like the nice shiny stuff i already know like and <laughs> but you know what i'm saying he catered to that too because mm-hmm. like for our birthdays or for valentine's day or whatnot mm-hmm. like i still got gold jewelry you know I'm saying Mm -hmm. we always got something either some smell good or some some gold real gold jewelry yeah hey he starts off I mean that's how you learn your lessons on who you're gonna love what kind of issues you're gonna harbor Mm -hmm. and you know I mean and that's just that's just truth you know but I will say as someone who my relationship growing up with my dad was I won't say complicated but it was Mm -hmm. like more like Superman like when I really (laughs) needed him right boom he he was there come through and I remember having to learn how to drive right uh because my mom man she she tried that we must have Mm -hmm. run around the Lewis and Clark parking lot so this is just for perspective that's out in Tuckwilla I guess it's where the new light rail station Uh is but it used to be a movie theater bowling alley just a whole little little vibe in Tuckwilla and we were going around that parking lot and girl it it took me a moment but once I got it you know but so anyway my mom she had me terrified she she was terrified I was terrified I was like lord I was like I'm never gonna get my license and and, and, and she looked over at me and she said you know what you got to do and I said (laughs) I said what what do you mean and she's like you know I love you you know I'll go to the you know because my mom is the queen of giving a good a good motivation speech before she right. tell you anything, yay or nay, okay? So she you, I, I, you know, she gets you juiced up. I guess she got that from her father, who was a pastor. She know how to lay out the scenario, okay? She lay it out. You, uh, you know, I love you. I go to the mat for you. I got your back. If this is something that you want, I want you to have it. But I can't <laughs> be a part of this journey. It, it, at least she knew her um, limits. Yes. <laughs> Girl, she said, you better call him. She said, has he ever said no to you? And I was like, no. <laughs> <You> said- <laughs> She said, do you want it bad? I said, I do. She said, so what's your problem? Why are you not calling him? I was well. like, oh. I said, I did. I had to call. I said, Dad. I was like, I need to learn how to drive. He was like, fine. The next day, he was taking me up for school in the morning. You go ahead and drive to school. Wait. He he did do. Did one you have an test. automatic or a stick shift? No, see, he didn't. He didn't play around. With, he he just was. He just wanted me to get from point A to point B. He knew that I was not doing stick shift driving. Girl, because... my dad tried it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like, a stick shift is his own monster. I will say, girl, right. I was almost forty years old before someone tried to 
put me behind a stick and let me drive their stick shift and really try to insist because they were their reasoning was you should know how to drive it in case something For happens emergency. to me exactly yeah. you need to be able to get out of point a and point b so uh, the fact that i'm around men that worry about my safety i always appreciate that good I looking do out appreciate that, that. Oh, yeah it's, yeah it's but but the person was also <laughs> he had a crazy sense of humor so the reason why he was willing to like yeah go ahead learn learn on my vehicle because he was like i think the clutch is going out anyway so i'm like <laughs> what you got me learning on like a crazy mustang oh, no. it's a must girl i felt like i was really on a horse like i was like he's like oh no just first second you know third neutral fourth i'm like oh my gosh i was like f i was like forget this i said if this is what driving is i ain't gonna get to drive like i could i i just i didn't want to drive the stick so i'm not a i'm not a you know automatic that's what Girl. my dad taught me on but he did he did start off with his more hoopty car Mm-hmm. you know and that's how it should be and then when it was time to go take the actual driving test you know i had moved up to the nicer car but yeah oh no my dad and his shenanigans like we went around the becu parking lot like once like boom you're we're just i want to make sure you know how to check your mirrors or use your neck because my dad he loved to tell, use your neck turn that neck around look you gotta look at all your mirror you know whatever so of I'm course like, yeah you gotta look at your mirror mirror so i'm like okay dad fine fine one time around the BCU parking lot. Okay, next time it's time to really drive. Boom, we're gonna drive to Bremerton. We're gonna drive to Olympia. I, oh I yeah, they don't play. They put you on that freeway real quick. Like, girl, I was fourteen. Yeah, girl, I used to drive down to California. My dad put me behind the wheel going down the mountains, and it says downgrade, and there's no railing on the other side. Girl, you know I was freaked out. He's girl, over there taking a nap. My girl, mom's in the back, like. Honey, hey, look at—he's probably horrified. But your dad is the peace—the peace of the angels around him. He's not even worried about, it. and that's—and wait—and then it started raining when I was out there, like to Olympia, Bremerton, like all around. Right. And my dad's like, "What does rain mean?" He's like, "You're from Washington, right? If you don't know how to you drive better, in the rain, you're—you're just gonna drive. be out." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Okay, so Taking you have power bus. through it." Yeah, he said, "Power <laughs> through it." He's like, "So well, okay, go on." We got to like the the little bridge or whatever. Um, the narrows bridge and all that he's go going over it he's like what do you mean you're not we're not gonna pull over so i can Girl, take over like my dad bridge. right yeah the, but i don't know if those are it's like is that a southern dad or is that a dad thing because I, my dad was uh, he was a gangster with that <laughs> teach me how to drive but but hallelujah i'm you know knock on everything thank you know god for all the covering but there's no no accident now the the collision i did have the chick rear-ended me and she was a young driver right. and it was and it was shocking because i'm like 30 i was like girl i didn't get to be like 35 and come now ma'am mm-hmm. and she was so cavalier i was like she she don't love herself and she don't have nobody at home to tell her to care because she like totally like her car was messed because of course when you rear-end someone the car that gets hit is typically not as bad as the car that actually is the one yeah. that smashes in. So well, that's car, a whole nother topic. Yeah, but I was like, car okay, accidents. girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, girl, we're not going to go there. But but yeah, no, but I do appreciate, you know, that my dad was able to step up there because I don't know. I love driving. There is a freedom to it. It's so spiritual, relaxing, and I know that mm-hmm. I got that from him. So I do appreciate that. I got that from my dad, too, because, yeah. yeah, there's nothing that I, I will leave out of here and go drive somewhere like, just <laughs> In a to heartbeat. clear my mind. But my yes. dad taught me how to drive in a Volkswagen Rabbit that was a diesel with oh. uh, it, it. The stick shift was not um, 
girl was a hard stick shift. He tried. He, he mm. was because he was gonna give me that those one of his you know cars. Yeah. And girl, he was like after a few, he was like girl. Next thing I knew, I had like an automatic Ford Escort for <laughs> for my you know for my 16th yes. birthday. So he knew he knew what your limits were. Isn't that nice though? Right. When your dad your dads know you, you know. Right. <laughs> so my dad was. Like, I'm like, oh, dad, what if I just leave the house looking crazy? He said, you're the one that's single. You, I wouldn't want to do it if I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, point taken. He was like, what if your car broke down? What if anything happened to you? He was like, you could be out there looking a mess if you want to. I was like, oh, well, I know. I hear you, dad. So, yeah, I got your number on speed dial. <laughs> he was like, get triple A. Oh, my. He's like, I got He's like, I, I will say that. I do miss that about my dad. He was like, oh, yeah. no, you have what? Triple A, I got you. You got triple A. <laughs> You're not, oh, yeah, not or I just, or I just yeah. yeah, I had my dad on speed dial. If I mm-hmm. needed something, dad, oh, yeah, because what's something like the battery went out on my, I had a Toyota Corolla, a red one with dark illegal tint called, the, the the car's name was Cookie, and I ran, I was on South Tacoma Way, too, girl. The battery died or something on me. <laughs> I call my daddy to the rescue. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, that they were they were superheroes. So right. I will definitely say, you know, shout out to all the good dads. You know, yes. sh- shout out to uh, people who need to, like I said, rectify the relationships with their dads. You know, pray mm-hmm. for grace and guidance and clearance and get it done. You know, because they are not here always, and there is nothing worse than crying over those wasted years that you missed knowing your dad at where you're at now, right? Well, or your the dads self. that need to rectify the relationship with their children. It it's goes a two way street. Yeah, well, yeah. it's definitely a. It definitely is a two way street. It mm-hmm. definitely is, and that's a whole another story for a whole another episode, right. another day. But it definitely is. You gotta. Everyone has to do the work. I think sometimes. Sometimes parents think, well, then my child should just no. your child isn't going to get over whatever mm-hmm. issue they have. But you do need to be able to talk about it as adults and right. get that stuff figured out. Both need to be humble, right? Because they're, they're, there's a command for the children and then there's a, co- a command for the parents as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people think about what children are supposed to do according to the word. But there's a and I know this because my mom was good being like, no, there's things that I need to that I'm supposed to be. Right. I'm supposed to do. I'm accountable for as a parent. Because so, these kids isn't asked to come in the world. No, they did not. Well, some <laughs> of them did actually. You know, because the fact that they're here, <laughs> they're already well, yeah, fighters. That, that that part, yeah, <laughs> and that's another they're already episode, fighters. Yeah. I said they're already fighters. It's already mm-hmm. millions of competition, and they are already number one. So, <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Though it just girl that'll get me too you know when a man is taking care of their children especially when there's like a daddy-daughter connection too girl oh, it just yeah. warms my heart but yeah and it's a sweet thing I mean mm-hmm. I you know I can't deny it I definitely you know I definitely know that we we have ties we're close to both of our parents or close to both of our parents so right. I can't say that you know I mean I definitely know that I ride hard for my mom but you know my dad's situation that was just mm-hmm. that was just its own thing you know your your relation with your father is your own thing and also right. shout out to all the people who are missing their fathers because they they're not not here in the land of the living but I guarantee they're still sending you love from their beyond spirit is so. still there yeah. yeah I mean yeah I know my dad's with me every day, so. I know you get all kinds of reminders. I think that's one of the reasons why Mm -hmm. you like to go to the water to kind of feel like you're getting your daddy vibes. Girl, I get reminders every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sweet. And, um, And I feel like... I don't know. I still get emotional, which I know my dad was a water sign. Mm-hmm. And I said, those Scorpios. So I, I feel, you know, every now and then when I just overcome 
you know, which just and it's not sadness. It's just usually like just a good memory or just a, a good joke or just uh, the irony, you know, like right. I remember saying, you know, of course, you know, my dad want to <laughs> pass away when I'm, my neck is in a brace and, Aww. you know, and I, and I look a mess. I said, because, you know, funerals where you right. your next your next mister. Okay. You like, sure? <laughs> oh my, well, you know, that's what I said. You right. were at the after party girl. I mean, the right. week or whatever. <laughs> but that, because you know what? And to me, my, even my dad's home going was, it was more indicative of his personality. I'm like, it was mm-hmm. an after party. And it was kind of, it was, it was, you know, it was what it was, but everyone turned up and that was the best celebration to me of his life. You know, we were, <laughs> so okay so as we kind of wrap this up because we actually did go long is there um something that reminds you or something that you do that you're like this is your dad all day like if i see someone drinking a uh, a crown and coke i think of my dad and my dad wasn't even a heavy drinker but you know when i whenever he was at my sister's he'd go up to the bar and that's that's what he or <laughs> that's what he that's what they make for him so i think a crown and coke and it just makes me laugh and you know and it makes me Um, smile his favorite snacks were like popcorn and peanuts but really what reminds me is is music and certain songs that i'll hear Mm -hmm. especially if it's like a sade song like oh yeah or different smells like i have a lot of um, pieces from his house still Mm -hmm. around so yeah and you know i got pictures up and stuff and you know different yeah. sentimental things like his yeah. switchblade right by next to my bed <laughs> <laughs> we know what oh my god oh you just said that because you know i want to like sidebar five times on that switchblade but yeah okay so i love the lesson though there because your daddy taught yourself to also protect yourself you know definitely to, to, honey don't be no victim okay oh look he told me make sure you don't make sure you don't drink white liquor and brown liquor together I kind of passed that though because you just got to be careful which ones you drink together and you got to make sure you got something on your tummy when you do drink you know that's for the people who are 21 and up so. girl I'm not going to even say anything <laughs> oh my goodness it's like Monique you want me to have like five more sidebars I won't because <laughs> I know we didn't know think this show was going over this right. long tonight <laughs> not at all Okay, so it's like we got in the dad sphere, girl. We got to reminiscing. I mean, like I said, I, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for my dad all the time. You know, I, right. I I'm, I'm impressed by his commitment and dedication to family, um, more so than even I can imagine. But I guess it's because of he grew up in a, a time where there it was family community. Was it was family. Yeah. yeah, it was not nothing else. Like the way he the way he fell in line with his family. Because I know your your dad's family was it felt large because i know there's like a lot of guys and i know that you had a couple of five aunties. five brothers six brothers and three three uh sisters yeah so it was, so like, it was yeah, nine I, of them all together and see and that's and they stayed close and you know mm-hmm. on that good stuff and like my dad was the youngest of six but the way his gap was in his family is like you know he was maybe 17 or 18 years younger than his sisters right and so their children were like 
couple of years younger than him. So he grew up with his nieces and nephews being like his brothers and sisters and the sisters being like his mom, you know, just, just really community. And so I definitely appreciate that love. Yeah. He definitely had more love for his family than I do. I, I take a lesson. I'm trying to get better because I'll be tired of the shenanigans in a minute. But, but my dad, you know, he saw people from where they were at and, you know, loving them anyway. So, right. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. So that that's my thing. I don't know if that must be a southern trait. I don't know, but it he is, definitely yeah. loved family. Yeah, he loved family, girl. Because uh, all okay. my yeah, all my just real quick, like all my cousins are like, oh, we miss you know, uncle. Yeah, because he would always come bearing gifts. You know, take them to yep. the beach. Yep. So. The fun uncle is that nice to have? I will say I'm right. blessed to have the fun. Uh, my mom is the fun auntie, or or at least the auntie that you go and you want to get that advice and that that him that other auntie. Mm-hmm. She's that auntie. I got a couple and, fun aunties. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? That's, I think I needed to clarify that. That's why I said. Well, I won't say fun because that ain't necessarily. But if you need to talk it out, right. if you need to figure it out, if you need to pray it out, okay. <laughs> that's the and if you don't know now you know that's the best part about Look, i need an extra some extra coins dad got it oh my one father's yeah. day my sister and i were out at um <laughs> i think we're at emerald queen actually emerald queen and my my dad he got us out there on that bs like well it is father's day i just want to go to their to their crab because i think they used to have like a crab or seafood mm-hmm. buffet or something right yeah and he i just want i just want to get some crab legs it's from the south so always trying to well i was trying to get that seafood so i'm like okay dad so we go with my sister and my sister are looking at each other and we're giving each other the signs the codes we have it down because we don't like to be at the casino like that i don't like to right. gamble. i don't like to lose i'm not losing my money i got things to do with it so my dad my dad though after we eat, he he sits down at a machine, and you know he got his daughters with him. He gets he's on a lucky streak. Oh my gosh! So he's win- <laughs> he's winning, and he don't want he don't want us to. <laughs> we're like, Dad, we're cutting you off. We're like, leave. We're gonna leave you in like twenty minutes, man. I never see he girl. He must have my sister cash that ticket off. He was like, you guys just go here. You guys go 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 go. You go spend this here, and then you guys come come back. I said, Dad, he was trying stay. to keep you guys. He was trying to keep you all busy. Yes, he was. He said, you you don't leave when you hot <laughs> nope so i was it just cracked me up i said man i said we were like dad we are we are leaving okay we are not gonna be all day out you know my dad is <laughs> the casino for hours no i'm not being out of the casino for 100 hours dad i got things to do <laughs> what is what is before we end the the episode what is one thing that you wish you your father would have been able to teach you or the some one thing you would be able to do with your father that you didn't get to do when he was alive? The one thing that I really wish that I would have had a chance to do with my father um, becomes a lesson that I would use a lot, you know, at my, at my employer or at Mm -hmm. my job when I would talk to other coworkers who sometimes were kind of debating on, should they take the time or should they do things? So my biggest regret, my biggest regret really is because my, my dad and my sister and I, we always hung together, but Mm -hmm. there's that big age, age gap. Like when I I came around, my sister was, you know, married and starting her own life with her own family, you know, in Germany, all over the, you know, all over the world doing the military life again with her husband. So, you know, it's not like we could go on family vacations like that, you know, it just, and we never had a chance to go on a family vacation. And, and my dad knew that he was sick, but I didn't, 
I, I just didn't accept the full reality of what mm-hmm. was going on. And so he, he had wanted to go to his, his home state, Louisiana, their state fair. He wanted to go see his family. Of course, he wanted to see some of his brother's children that still lived in the South. And, you know, he, he was going to go to somebody's wedding and just, you know, he was just, yeah. yeah get some just, beignets and some yeah. pralines. <laughs> yeah. He was just gonna, he was gonna hurricane. do it. And he wanted, and he wanted my sister and I to go with him. Oh. And my sister was like, she was like, I'm so upset that you didn't go. She said, because I know that because we balanced my dad off, you know, right. like if it's two against one, my dad's always going to, you know, the girl, we always going to win. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, right. and so, and that's fine. And, but you know, when it was just the two of them they had a different energy but you know the youngest the baby girl I come in with my energy and it is what it is and so I did not go on that vacation with my dad and my sister and that's an opportunity and something that I'll never get back and so I say don't sacrifice work Mm-mm. for for real life right because my job you know I'm not it's not saying it's a bad job or anything like right. that not by any means but they would definitely <laughs> they can't yeah. replace the human no, experience no and they can't give me back that time and it's really nope. so crazy because at the time you know I thought there was a standard and you know mm-hmm. um that I had to you know of course I knew it would the time wasn't going to be approved that they wanted to go right. because it was during an event season all this other stuff and I missed that opportunity and by the end of the year my dad was dead and the company didn't get you know they they don't care because people deal with grief differently as well you know like some people are like oh, okay you bounce back they give you a standard three days or they say oh you just you need to jump back into the work and distract yourself i'm like what are you talking about that's not even how i that's not even how i i grieve or how that's i how cope. I'm not set up no yeah and so it was really interesting so for me i guess i still was fortunate because when my father did pass away like i said i had neck sir you know i had a, mm-hmm. a brace on my neck right. I, I i was getting i god was giving me mandatory morning time you know like even if the company only wanted to give me three days my body's healing process said you're gonna get, <laughs> get a month they'll mm-hmm. see you in the new year you'll be okay but right. i do regret that and so i do that's the lesson i always take away do not prioritize your job over and I and I know it's a scary concept because people are like no you know it's my job but I think now more so that we've had the pandemic people are a little bit more freer in their thoughts about leaving their job but I would have never thought you know I don't want to compromise my job I don't want to be seen as you know not a hard worker or not committed or dedicated or whatever or I don't want to miss the sales quota or the goals and I think about all that now and that still it it still stings because it's rubbish it doesn't it matters not in the, no in the end it really no, and and I was like, it just have had that moment with my sister because, I mean, I every when I say, and I know you can relate because you and your sister, you know, had millions of moments with your dad, so you get it. There's nothing like when you're with your dad and just the fun that you guys have as a family and just the shenanigans because, you know, we talk we talk big mess to my dad. I mean, you know, we we're mm-hmm. we're we're, sa- we're sassy people. We're we're clever uh, look, and- <laughs> My dad my dad would say you always got to answer for something. Yeah, so you know, so it's nice. I would tell my dad I'm the smartest person you know, so right. you know, be grateful. <laughs> but we would oh my gosh, we would just would do everything. So I do regret um not getting a chance to really vacation and meet his family and see the things that he wanted mm-hmm. us to see about his life when right. he was towards the end of his life you know mm-hmm. and I think maybe if I had known I mean because I knew but you, you don't know and I didn't I didn't press it because I right. guess I was like walking by faith I was oblivious I was walking by faith oh you're just gonna have a miraculous healing and that is possible but that was not his journey so 
Yeah. What about you? What is your thing that you would you? Um, mine is similar because okay. my dad would always go to Mexico. He had okay. got a timeshare, and I just like I was working, and I you know I could have took the time off to go, and I should have like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And then, um, I wish he would have you know I would have like went fishing with him. That's what he loved to do, and that's mm-hmm. unfortunately how his uh how he you know lost his yes, life by fishing. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, girl. I was gonna say I I let out that sigh because a lot of people don't know this part of our journey. And girl, this is the longest episode. And I, you no, know, this isn't the longest episode. But keep going. <laughs> I'm like, it's the longest episode. But this point is really interesting. I have to just share this with the people. You know, watching Monica and her relationship with her dad, and also the way that it hit her because she was just in that early ages of being a young woman when he passed it really helped me uh appreciate my own relationship with my father and make sure that it was more intact you know it was she was one of the pieces it was kind because when you see someone go through that and it's one of your peers and your girlfriends and you love them mm-hmm. and you see how that loss impacts their family and how it changes you how all of a sudden you're thrust you're thrust into this position all of a sudden you are the oldest like right. i had the, i had the safety of being the youngest so you know i just, <laughs> just kind of show up but you know all of a sudden a lot of responsibility was you know on you and you handled it gracefully but you also mourned your dad completely you know and i knew that there was a, a great loss you know and i didn't want to have any regrets you know like right. you don't want to regret not especially if you don't have like i said if you don't really have a legitimate reason to be like Mm-mm. not talking to your person or whatever or you know in right. your feelings you know you can grow your feelings you can evolve those things but the relationships those are what's important the people they are important you know so that's my whole take on that (laughs) right I I mean yeah when it comes down to it like yeah that's my theme like no regrets and freedom like and now you're now you're officially living your best life living my best life Uh I ain't going back back and forth wait 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 wait. (laughs) yes we know we can't (laughs) we'll just say that's a happy song that we like to sing. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So, okay. I'm in a happy space, and I, you know, I'm just, I like you said, you know, we're grateful for our dads, and yeah, um, you know, shout out to my my brother. I don't even call him brother-in-law; he's my brother, and oh, I yeah. just appreciate how he whoop, is whoop. just a doting father over mm-hmm. my amazing nephew. Hey, man, whoop, whoop. you know, my sister. I... Yeah, they just, yeah, and he's just. My my nephew is my dad's spirit, so that's how I see my dad every day. Oh, girl, now that you about to make me just fall out. <laughs> oh my, that to me is beautiful, and I definitely I said shout out to your brother-in-law as well your brother happy father's day i know he's a great dad i've seen him in action i also know he's hilarious he's just hilarious energy Mm -hmm. anyway so you know what those are those are great couple goals as well you know right so and then i i definitely think about my nephew shout out to you happy father's day you earned it i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) he got he got a tribe and what's so interesting is watching him 
um, grow into being a father and be excited, you know, and, and have a special relationship with each of his children and right. to see his mark on all of his children, the different bits of their personality that he has. I'm like, Oh my goodness. And, you know, and to see how dedicated he is to his wife too. I mean, they've been rocking since they were 18 and you know, their oldest turned Look, 18 in June. So, Hey, they on a roll. <laughs> they are. Well, you know, like he get it from his parents, you know, people can say what they want, but he definitely, I will say watching his father, you know, it allowed him to take away things that he wanted to do, the same things he wanted to do better, but gave mm-hmm. him a greater respect. And, you know, I he he chose a mate that he could be madly in love with for from now until eternity. And I think that's Infinity. a blessing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so shout out to all the good dads, to all the uncles to all the, the, the memories of right. our fathers and grandfathers. Even our friends ancestors. who are fathers. Yes. Huh. Like I said, godfathers, <laughs> uh, men around the community, uncles, pastors, you know, anyone that's giving you that fatherly love, guidance, advice, nurturing, right. security, um, real talk when you need it. Sometimes encouragement as well, you know, mm-hmm. the, the way you're, you know, the way your dad helps you see yourself, you know, so. Right. Um, very much real talk. Very, very, very much real talk. Okay, so now there is one thing that we were almost gonna forget. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say thank you. This is a long episode, but I do appreciate everyone that has stuck with us oh, for the yes. last thirty episodes. We uh, we have made it, and we are excited about that. We it's that's why it's Freedom Weekend. A lot going on, you know. Okay, we're six Beauty, months into this. Father's Day, yeah. We staying consistent. We ain't going nowhere, y'all. <laughs> well, that's girl. When you say that, I only hear bad boys in my head. Okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we ain't. <laughs> go with no oh my gosh if you don't know what i speak of you just go ahead and google put it on youtube p diddy bad boys for life i think they're gonna recognize him this year at the bet awards (laughs) on a side (laughs) on a side note he'll be recognized whether you hate that or love that i don't know but that is the cut okay we ain't going nowhere okay Mm because yeah you know we got things to do so here is to the next 30 on 30 on 30 on 30 on 30. Okay, more to come. All right. (laughs) Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. And please like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. (laughs) Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. (laughs) Bye.